What's up, guys? Man, I'm I'm missing my fucking headphones so much. I need to um, I need to go to the store and get a battery, I guess. What's happening? I can barely hear, man. My ears are ringing like a motherfucker today for some reason. I don't know. Um, what's going on? <laughs> I am bored as fuck. So I said, "What the fuck, man? I'm gonna do a show." <clears throat> Originally, I've got this chair set up here and this mic. Originally, it was going to be my roommate and I. We were up here a little earlier today playing a little guitar and just chit-chatting and mentioned that I might do a podcast. And um, he said, well, why don't we do it together? We can do one together. And I said, yeah, maybe. Maybe we could do that. I don't know. Not quite sure yet what I'm doing, but I don't know. Just didn't feel like it. So doing it by myself. We might do one um, another day. we got plenty of time together <laughs> yeah we've got plenty of time together really that's what i'm saying this chair is always stuck on this fucking rug man every time i get on this thing you probably see me fucking with this chair and um yeah let's open a beer how about we do that this beer is not clean because i already had a beer in there a second ago not a second ago it's been a little while but so let's get on to untapped. I should have been a little more prepared as always. <clears throat> I have a huge headache. Man. Got a huge headache. My ears, I mean my ears are like double the amount of ringing that they normally ring right now. I don't know why. Did I turn the camera on? Yeah. See the blinking. What are we drinking? We're drinking a Lagunitas IPA. And Lagunitas is out of California. Let's pull that up. Even my voice sounds a little weird today. It sounds a little, feels and sounds strained <clears throat> to me. Lagunitas Brewing Company. Here we go. It's in Petaluma. Is that how you say that? Petaluma? Pet, pet, petaluma. There's no really no other way you could say that, I guess. Petaluma. Petaluma. California. And from points distant and beyond, we all converged on Petaluma in 1993 and 94 with an unenunciated desire to be more than we were before. The core of Lagunitas came from Chicago, St. Louis, Memphis, Walter Creek, and the highlands of Quincy. I ain't reading all this fucking bullshit, man. Go on to Untapped, or you can go to Lagunitas online. Google it. 
and you can look up their story. But apparently they are from Chicago and uh, moved their operation out to Petaluma, California. All their beers have an average rating of three point, or their entire collection, catalog of beers, has a rating of 3.83 collectively. Uh, it's four, over four million ratings. Fuck. My ears are so ringy and off balance right now. I thought I just heard my camera do its little bleep, 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 bleep thing and cut off, but it did not. So I don't know what's going on in my head right now. But it's not good. IPA from Lagunitas Brewing Company. It's an IPA, 6.2% ABV or alcohol by volume, 52 international bittering units or IBUs. This beer has an average rating of 3.74. I've rated it on here um, nine or so times. This is our unique version of an ancient style, a style as old as the ocean trade routes. Put my goddamn glasses on. Or I could just blow this thing up. But This is our unique version of an ancient style. A style as old as the ocean trade routes of the last century's great ships. Not as old as the equator. Not as old as the equator they had to cross twice en route. God damn it. I did not read that well at all. You know, most times when you're going to read stuff brilliantly and correctly and fluidly, <laughs> you... You go out and you actually read what you're going to read first and uh, kind of get it in your head so you know the flow of the of the bullshit. God damn it. Shit just bounced out of the trash can. Um, so yeah, I didn't read this thing ahead of time. I should have. Then I would have known the flow of it. Lagunitas IPA was our first seasonal way back in 1995. The recipe was formulated with malt and hops working together to balance it out. On your buds so you can knock back more than one without wearing yourself out. Big on the aroma with a hoppy sweet finish that'll leave your mouth wanting another sip. So there you go. I give this beer... Where does it say what I rate the fucking beer? Jesus Christ. Oh, there it is. I gave it a four. Or I give it a four when I use when I usually drink it. So there you go. We'll, uh, pour that into El Glasso. Using a Polly's Island uh, shaker glass today, pint glass. Nice glass too, man. It's nicely etched. Um, I don't know if you can kind of see it. I got the camera a little further away than I should actually, but. Um, yeah, Polly's Island Brewing. They're over off of Dorchester Road. Industrial Boulevard, I think, is the actual road that they're off of. But it's got a nice etched look to it, man. It's a nice logo. I really like what they did with this logo. And um, it really fits the uh, the theme of the low country. So it's good beer. Or good glass. This is a good beer, though. It's good clarity. I like it. Had a nice, decent head on when I poured it. But also, this was a... A previously used glass, so maybe a fresh glass. I would have a little better head accumulation on it. But I also poured it a little more slanted than I should have to get a little more head. You know, you want a, a good finger's worth of head out there. But it's a good beer. Cheers, guys. So, coronavirus, what's everybody doing right now? What's, what's shaking out there?
in the land. I know Charleston County here at midnight, Wednesday night, I guess early Thursday morning, I think they went into full lockdown. So only essential businesses <clears throat> were allowed to be still running and functioning. Everybody else pretty much stay your ass at home is what they said. We have not done that yet in Somerville. And I'm going to tell you right now, I, I really don't know what's going on in Somerville. I haven't heard one thing from our mayor here in Somerville, Ricky Waring. Um, no, it's not Fleming Moore. Fleming Moore ran. Fleming Moore did not win. He got some votes. He got votes. People are out there supporting him. I supported him, but just didn't win. Ricky won. Um, I don't know the man. I know nothing about him. I know he's been around for a long time with the town and uh, the town council. But I've heard hide nor hair from Ricky Waring. And maybe I'm just not on the right pages on Facebook. Maybe I'm not on, on the right the right things. But I don't think anybody's heard. Is Ricky even alive? Is he? Does he have the virus? Is he? Is he quarantined somewhere, locked up in a basement? And well, there's no basements here. But is he, he locked up in a room somewhere where he can't communicate with anybody? So Somerville has not locked down. There's still a lot of people out and about. There's still a lot of businesses. You know, I go on Instagram every morning and check the feeds and see what's going on with all the people that I follow and all the local businesses that I know here in town. You know, Homegrown, we shut down. I shut it down Saturday night and haven't reopened it yet. I thought that was the best thing to do. All these other businesses, you know, are out there still trying to make a buck. I was going to say I get it. I really, I really don't get it. I, I don't think the majority of the people that I see that are still open, um, especially breweries, things like that, even coffee shops. You know, I, I go and get a coffee every goddamn morning. I probably shouldn't either. So I'm speaking out of both sides of my mouth, mainly one side, but a little bit of another side. But I do go get a coffee through a drive-through. But I don't even think that should be open. And if it wasn't open, it wouldn't affect me. I've got coffee here. I can go to the grocery store and purchase more coffee if I need to. I know it's not local and all this kind of bullshit, but, you know, I, I, I feel like at this point that a lot of the local businesses are being a little uh, self-important, a little selfish, uh, because they're, they're, they're trying, I know, I, I get it. They're trying to maintain their business. They're trying to keep it afloat. They're small businesses, a lot of them. <clears throat> but at what cost? I mean, at what cost are you trying to save your you're, you're being selfish. And at what cost are you trying to save your business? Because you have employees that are working there. You have uh, customers that are coming and traveling to your location. Um, and they're traveling to multiple locations because they're trying to give love to all these little sp small businesses. So now you got this one to 100 people around the town of Somerville, probably way more than that. Let's just use some round numbers here, that are rolling around to multiple different businesses and interacting with multiple different employees just so they can go out there and post on Facebook and on Instagram that they're supporting small business and everybody can thank everybody and everybody can kiss each other's ass and everybody can, can brown those a little bit and everybody can make each other feel good. When in essence, we're probably making some people not feel too good at all because we're spreading this virus around, guys. There's no need to be out doing this. And I see multiple polls, posts from different friends of mine that are, are visiting all these different locations and they're and they're posting that they're visiting them and they're giving them credit for for saving the town and being the ones out there 
I just don't see I don't see it as a positive. Um, maybe at one point, maybe last week, but uh, when we finally shut this thing down and said let's let's tighten it up for 15 days, which is coming up on Monday, by the way. You know, I, I myself, as uh, partnered over there at Homegrown, decided we are not essential. You know, me serving a little bit a little bit of beer to some people is not essential. It's just not. And I'm being selfish if I'm going out there trying to make a buck because I'm not making any money right now. I'm sitting here making zero dollars. I'm not. I could be out there every day making you know making fifty, sixty bucks a day if I wanted to. Uh, just in just in a couple hours of work, because people are being extra generous right now. But at what cost? Again, I'm out there. Um, yeah, I'm one person uh, running the whole shop, but I still got to bring that back to my house. I have to bring back th- that back to my roommate. My roommate is still working, going into Accent on Wines. So now he's going in. Maybe he's infected. Maybe I'm infected. I don't know. Um, you, you know, now he's going into work. <clears throat> And Accidental Wine is definitely doing more business than what Homegrown would be doing. They do just in general, so I would assume that they would still be doing the same now. So he's going and interacting with all these people, you know. And what is he bringing home to me? What did he bring to them? What did he? What did he? What is he bringing home to me? I wasn't going to take the chance of me carrying around anything or somebody giving me something that I could spread. So I felt it was a responsible thing. I wish more people would do that. And I'm not naming any names. I'm not going to, but anybody that listens to this knows some of the people that I'm talking about. I just I think it's irresponsible. I think we need to tighten it up. You know, your I said last episode, your grocery store has everything you freaking need. You can get everything you need to to make a sandwich. You can get a can of soup. You can get. Um, I think they're still making some fucking sandwiches over there for you. You can get um, eggs. You can get some milk. They got. Aisles and aisles of cereal. I mean, really, anything you need. They've got a beer aisle. They've got an aisle of coffees and teas. You can get everything you need in one stop instead of going around and trying to give your business to 10 other fucking small businesses and going to the grocery store and going to the gas station because you're traveling around so much. It's just, it's nonsense. Everybody stay their fucking ass home and stop going out to these businesses and trading stuff back and forth with your hands. Stop doing it. You know, the cases went up today. I just saw a post earlier. I think we had 330-something deaths in the U.S., the most in a single day so far. We've gone up now over 100,000 cases here in the United States. We now lead the world. And there's a few people out there that are posting, oh, do we believe that we're the leader? Well, what does it matter, really? Who, who's in the lead? It's not a contest, and um, but I don't know. There's a lot of cases out there worldwide. That's all that really matters, and all this moving around and interacting with other people and handing things back and forth is not good. And again, if you're going out and about, you've got to put some gas in your car. So now you're going and you're touching gas handles and you're hitting buttons on the pump and you're bringing that back into your car and you're bringing that into the groceries that you've just bought. Now you've, you grab those groceries to go in here or you, go, you grab your to-go box that you just got from the small business or you grab your coffee cup and now you've infected everything. You bring that into your house. And then maybe you've got other family members that are doing the same thing. They're going out to different places. Now they get it from the food that you just ordered to bring them. And now they're eating this food and they're touching this to-go box. 
And then they're taking it and they're going, so, oh, well, I'm going to go out and uh, I'm going to go visit Accidental Wine and get us a bottle of wine now for, for the evening and maybe get us a, a couple dessert items. And it's just, it's a big ball of wax. And exponentially, it just continues to go like this each time you go out and interact with other human beings. So let's stop it. And since I just said that, I'm going to go stop getting my daily coffee. I'm going to make me some coffee here. What I do every day is I go out to the Ashley River and I sit there I sit there on the bank of the river in a chair that I bring because I don't want to sit at the picnic tables and um, the seating that they have out there at the boat landing because they're saying that this thing lives on surfaces for hours up to days on certain surfaces. So I bring my own chair. Um, I have my cup of coffee. I have a thing of uh, sanitation, sanitation wipes in my car, Clorox wipes. So when I do go to the grocery store, like the other day, yesterday, I went, I bought uh, a six-pack of beer in a, in a cardboard box, <clears throat> and I bought two cans of uh, cream of chicken soup to make my dinner last night, and uh, the dinner that I am still eating on tonight. When I got back into the car, I opened up my Clorox wipes, I pulled a wipe out, I wiped down the soup cans, I wiped down the entire outside of the beer, because the cashier touched it. And it was on the shelf. Somebody had to put it on the stock the shelf. So who knows when that uh, shelf was stocked. So um, it touched somebody stocked the shelf. Um, a truck brought it in, uh, offloaded it. A worker stocked it onto the shelf. Now I've picked it up. I've taken it to the counter. The, the cashier at the counter has picked it up and scanned it. Maybe a bagger has now put it into a bag. Uh, we traded money back and forth. So when I get back to my car, I wipe everything down. I wipe down my steering wheel. I wipe down uh, all the groceries that I got, which is very minimal, you know, one or two items when I go. Uh, I wipe my hands off. You know, that's what I'm doing out there. And I'm not saying I'm the end-all, be-all to, to fight this disease, but that's what everybody should be doing. Hand washing, sanitizing, Purell, wiping shit down if, you're gonna, if you have to go out and get some stuff. You got to get some groceries from time to time. You know, my fridge only holds so many things. Um, you don't know how long this thing's going to last. So you don't want to stockpile too many things. You want to save stuff for other people. So I, you have to kind of continuously go out a little bit, but you don't have to go out every day and support your goddamn local businesses um, and, and, and go to five of them in a day. It's just irresponsible. Enough on that. Um, somebody just texted me. My buddy Slayton. I'll answer him here in a second. <clears throat> Speaking of Slayton, we were going to get together and um, just as a goof um, <laughs> for Caleb, for Caleb Choir. You know, he runs. I've talked about it a couple times on this show as well. But he's got a new podcast going. He's got a he's got an art studio called Bake Cat Studio that he runs, and he does a lot of different uh, art 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 things. He does T-shirts. He does tote bags. Uh, he does a lot of watercolors, uh, stickers, just all kind of creative stuff. He's a very creative guy. And um, uh, he decided to start a new podcast on his own called, like I said, With Satan, I think is what the actual full name of it is. So anyway, I saw a post on Instagram the other day that he was, or yesterday, that he was going to do uh, a telephone podcast with my buddy, or our buddy Slayton. Uh, they used to be roommates. And um, so I got with Slayton. I'm like, hey, man, uh, I want to get together with you <laughs> before and jump in on, on, on the interview with you 
uh, before Caleb does. And I know, it's a shitty thing to do. I'm a shitty guy, but <laughs> we've, Caleb and I have got this apparent thing going on. I, I don't know why he doesn't like me anymore, but I plug him all the time. <clears throat> so anyway, it didn't work out. I was going to try and do a Skype with uh, with Slayton so we could actually have some video to go along with it. But then I woke up this morning and I saw a post from Baitcat Studios, Caleb Choir, that that um, that he was going to release the Slayton Johnson episode today at 5 o'clock. So I was like, damn it, I've already missed it. Uh, but I thought they were going to do a live on Instagram is what I thought they were going to do. So I'm sitting here at 5 o'clock waiting and waiting and waiting. And then I texted Slayton. I'm like, where is this thing, man? He said it was going to be released at 5. And um, I want to do, you know, I was going to do some live uh, uh, chit-chatting with him on, on the Instagram. Come to find out they pre-recorded it earlier today. So he just put out the audio at 5 o'clock. Actually, about 5.18 it finally popped up. So... I thought it was going to be fun and, and kind of funny to see if I could jump on uh, Slayton before Caleb did. <laughs> but it didn't work out. But Slayton's going to be on eventually. We're going to either Skype or we'll get together in person again. We've been talking about it for a long time, but I just haven't had the opportunity to travel up to where he is now. And um, he hadn't had the opportunity to travel either. He got married. Uh, he's got a new house, a bunch of land. He's doing a lot of, um, apparently, after listening to this podcast, it was 30 nine minutes worth or 37 minutes worth. <clears throat> I don't even remember what the time was. Doesn't matter. But we're just busy guys. So that was, I was planning on that being my first Skype episode. But didn't work. Speaking of uh, Skype, I talked to my son Alec today. I FaceTimed him. And, I was, and we were talking on the phone. I'm like, and he was telling me to use Zoom. I guess that's the new big thing out right now for doing uh conference calls and things like that, but he was telling me to use Zoom, that it was very friendly and easy interface and a little bit better connection than what Skype is offering. But, you know, we were doing all this while we were FaceTiming. I'm like, why can't Apple make FaceTime where I can record um, the FaceTime audio and the video and use that file the same way that I'm going to try and use the Skype file, because Skype does it. And when we were talking on the phone, I was looking at all the options while we were FaceTiming, and I couldn't figure out a way to do it. And he said, oh, well, you can just, um, you can screen record and do it that way. So, you know, I slid my menu down, I hit the screen record, and I recorded our conversation. And I got no audio on it. So I don't know where the audio went. We were using the speakerphone. <clears throat> so I don't know if I have to record separate audio and be hearing his audio, you know, put this like here in front of the phone um, or close to the phone and get the audio and stuff on a separate program to use FaceTime to do it that way. I don't know. But that was the great thing about Skype is I can use the, the microphone on my phone or my Surface or whatever and get that pull that audio right off of the file itself. So I don't know. Long story about nothing. But talked to my son Alec out there, met his girlfriend for the first time. That was kind of cool. Uh, obviously not in person, but just on the phone. Um, the the times I have talked to Alec or we FaceTimed, uh, he's been out of the house, you know, walking around town or doing whatever. So talked to them for a good bit. They were making some, uh, I think they said Kung Pao chicken or something. They made some naan yesterday, some bread, 
uh, doing some Indian cooking yesterday. I think they're doing some Chinese style stuff today. So a lot of cool stuff. They're cooking together and having a good time at, um, at the house. So it was good to talk to them. While I was talking to them, I noticed that I had these little bumps all over me. I'm looking at myself. I'm like, what the hell is this on my hand? And then I looked here. There's another one. I looked here. There's another one there. And then I looked on this hand. There, there, there. There's a on the elbow over here. And then I started looking at my legs. They're all over the place. Well, come to find out, I thought maybe, um, <laughs> maybe, maybe the, the coronavirus has some kind of rash that goes along with it. And I said, okay, well, there you go. I'm infected. But I think what it was is when I was out at the Ashley River sitting at the bank today, for some reason, um, there seemed to be a lot more uh, noceums getting on me. And I think because of my blood type, I'm B negative. Uh, my mom, I think, is O, but her and I always get bit by mosquitoes and noceums and gnats and all these different things. Every time we're out and about, we're getting just eaten up, eaten alive. And my dad will be sitting there, my brother's. Other people will be like, nobody's biting me, nothing's biting me. I don't know what's, what, what's going on. And my mom always says it's because we're so sweet. But obviously, it's got to be something to do with the blood type. So, yeah, they love me. And I think that's what happened is sitting there. Because I, I could feel myself getting bit while I was sitting there. Sat out there for a good hour. I go out there and I just listen to some different uh, news programs. Catch up on some podcasts. Um browse uh, Facebook and Instagram and, and just see what's going on in the world, chit-chat with a few people here and there. Uh, today I talked to my dad while I was out there, see how he's doing. And uh, yeah, so I was getting bit up, so I guess um, so I went on the internet, went on to Google, and I said, what do noceum bites look like? And it's exactly what I got, I think, a bunch of noceum bites. They don't itch, there's just a bunch of red splotches everywhere. They itched when they were happening, but so I'm wondering if maybe that's something to do with my ears or uh, my headache, you know, if I just have a, a bunch of histamine going on in my body right now, I probably should have taken a damn antihistamine before I came up here. But I'm not itching, so I don't know if I need it, but I'm going to go soak in a bath after this <clears throat> and see if that'll kind of just get all these dots to go away. I'm um, actually getting a little tan, too. I've been out doing yard work for the past three days. Trying to get the yard up to speed, you know, once this whole corona thing is lifted and and, and uh, people are free to move about a little bit again, I'm going to go back and start, regain, resume, not regain, resume my search for a truck camper or a travel trailer. I'm looking more and more, leaning more and more towards a travel trailer at this point. I love the truck camp. <clears throat> excuse me. I love the truck campers. What I love about them is number one, they just fit right on your truck. You don't have to register them. Uh, you don't have to have a, a trailer hitch. You don't have to to pull it behind you. You don't have to worry about uh, you know maneuvering a trailer behind you. What else? Um, they're compact. It's all a one truck. It's got four wheel drag, four jacks on, on all four corners. You can drop it, drop the jacks down, pull your truck out. You can still utilize your truck without being attached. Um, just a whole bunch of things. It's it's just nice and compact, and uh, they're pretty cool. The models that they have out there are pretty cool. the The downside is they're mainly made for half ton or bigger trucks, one ton trucks. My truck is a midsize uh, Nissan Frontier Crew Cab. It's a four door. Nice truck, but it doesn't have nearly the 
the payload capacity that uh, the bigger trucks do. So that's the, the one obstacle is you got to have the right uh, light payload to put in there. Uh, the other thing is I don't have the full gamut of all the models out there to choose from. I've got to choose these light models and I got to choose these more condensed models because of the weight to go into my truck. So I lose a lot of functionality and a lot of uh, some of the goodies that you get in some of the bigger campers that go on the bigger trucks. So so my option is uh, to sell my truck and buy a bigger truck and then get one of those truck campers to go on there. Or my option is to get one of the lighter versions to put on there and miss out on some of the on some of the accessories and goodies. My other option is <clears throat> to keep the truck that I have and buy a towable uh, behind. So that's what I've been looking at. You know, a couple things a towable gives me definitely more uh, uh, more bang for my buck. So I'm going to get more square footage and more amenities for my dollar. Uh, the second thing is I can put it on the back of my truck and tow it. So that leaves the bed of my truck available for storage. It's not taken up by the truck camper sitting in there and taking up all that space. So I've got more storage on top of the extra stores that I have in a towable. Um, the other thing is I can still put extra stuff on the back of the towable and I can tow more stuff behind that. So a bunch of different things. I, I can get a full bathroom with a shower and a toilet and a black tank and all that kind of stuff. I can get a bigger capacity uh, freshwater tank. I can get a bigger capacity um, water heater, hot water heater. Just a whole bunch of pluses, and I think I'm going to want that extra space. I think I'm going to want those extra niceties and sacrifice, you know, that I have to tow and um, have to actually register and pay taxes and, and registration fees and stuff on that on that trailer. So that's my conundrum, but I think I'm leaning more towards the, uh, the towable at, at the moment. Had a couple that I was looking at up at the camping world here in town. So um, they've been, I got three different people texting me and emailing me and I've even had a couple phone calls from those guys saying, hey, what are we doing here? But I told them with, um, with being, that I'm out of work at the moment, self-induced, not self-induced, corona-induced, virus-induced. And the fact that uh, I can't get out and actually look at things, I really don't want to. I guess I could. I think they're still open. I just don't want to be involved with it right now. So I told them I'm going to put it on hold. The vehicle that I was really, really, really hard looking at may not be there by the time I get back over there, but something else will be there. I'm not too worried about it. And they've got an inventory, you know, throughout the United States that they can kind of, as long as I <clears throat> give them some assurance that um, – I probably purchased the item. They have a means to get pretty much any vehicle I want delivered to the Charleston office. But And even right now, I guess, I say that they're open. They might not be open right now. They might have actually had to shut down because they're in that uh, Charleston County. They might not be considered an essential facility. At that, well, they shouldn't be considered. I mean, it's a fucking camping store. They shouldn't be open at all. So I'll get back to that. You know, I was telling Alec today, my, I had a timeline of like a 60-day timeline that I was looking at to try and get into one of these trailers and get on the road and get out of my house and get on the road. But, of course, that's, uh, that's been pushed back. Could be pushed back for, you know, another couple of weeks. It could be back, pushed back for a couple of months. 
could be pushed back for uh, you know the rest of the year. Who knows at this point? Things just keep ramping up. Nothing is uh, is showing signs of slowing at the moment. So, excuse me. Uh, let me answer Slayton here. I'll tell. Yeah, that's what I thought of the podcast because <clears throat> I listened to the whole thing earlier. I'll tell you what I thought later. Doing a podcast of my own right now. Um, yeah, so what else is going on? Oh, so I talked to my dad. Um, he's got a back issue going on. He's already had one back surgery, L5 and S1, fused uh, disectomy, fusion. And uh, he's had a, a neck surgery as well. I can't remember what level. I, I want to say C3, 4 level. But apparently he's got another pinch at the L4, L5, the level above. Um, he described it, his neurosurgeon and his uh, family doctor described it to him as a extremely tight fist is what he was saying. Like it's that, that nerve is just being ex- uh, severely pinched right now. Uh, he even had a, a little bit of a fall going up the stairs into the uh, the loft there at the house and the knee buckled and gave out. It, it's, it just, he has no strength in the knee, has no control of the leg because the nerve is being pinched. So that's what's going on with him. I'm not, uh, another place I'm not going, I'm not going to visit my brothers and their families. I'm not going to, to go visit my parents. I just don't think anybody should be around anybody at this point. Matter of fact, uh, Mr. Gordon Peters called me yesterday and wanted to come over and drink some beer and just kind of hang out. And uh, I told him no. So, you know, I, I, I know Gordon, I trust Gordon, but I don't know where Gordon's been. And that's not a bad thing. I just, I don't know where he's been and what he's touched and what he's, what he's carrying, if he's carrying anything or if he's not carrying anything. I'm not taking a chance of putting him over here in this chair and uh, touching everything in the house and sneezing, coughing, whatever he may do while he's here and uh, just not doing it. He even wanted to go kayaking today, um, which I would love to. Oh, my God, I would love to get out on the Edisto River right now. The weather is perfect. We're up in the 80s right now. It's complete sunshine, uh, no cloud in the sky. Uh, the rain that we've had recently, the water levels are up. Are up. There's going to be very little <clears throat> obstacles and things like that on the river, but I'm not going to go. I said, look, man, I don't even have any gas in my car, so first thing i got to go and get gas in the car. Number two, we're going to want to drink beer out there. I don't have any beer. You don't have any beer. You just said so. Now we got to go to the store. Now we got to get some beer. Um, now you got to get in my car. I've got to get in your car because we got to have two different vehicles to drop off, drop on. Actually, his suggestion was take one car and let's go to Earl's at uh, Edisto Adventures and see if Earl will take us up and drop us off and we can pull back out at Earl's. And I said, okay. So now we're in one vehicle. We, we got the gas station. We got the we got the convenience store. Um, now we've got to drive in close proximity together to Earl's. Now we got to get in Earl's vehicle. Who knows what's been in Earl's vehicle? Well, we're touching everything over there. Now we've got to get up. I'm touching your kayak. You're touching my kayak. We're touching all kind of other equipment, different things, coolers, the beer, 
Um, we're passing things back and forth. All this stuff going on down the river. And then we're going to get out at Earl's. We're going to go back in. We're going to talk with Earl. We'll probably talk with Earl's wife. <clears throat> we're getting back in my vehicle. Now we're coming back to the house. You get the point. That was a long way around to say, look, man, I just don't think it's a good idea. I did, I did contact him today while I was sitting out the river at the Ashley River because you can just put in and take out right there at the same spot because it's, uh, it's a tidal river. So I did text him today and said, look, man, I think I'm going to go to the river and put in at 1 o'clock tomorrow because uh, it's about an hour before high tide or high tide or low tide, one of the tides. It's about an hour before. So uh, like I said on previous videos, I put in so that way the, the tide is shifting and I can go out a little bit and then the tide shifts and brings me back in. So I told him he hasn't answered me. I've seen that he's read the text, but he hasn't said anything. But I figured that would be doable. We could meet out there. He's in his car. I'm in my car. I don't have to go to the store. I don't have to go to the gas uh, to the gas station. I don't have to do any of that. We can both put in the water separately. Uh, we're keeping our distance on the river. We go in. We go out. We chit chat. We talk. We come back. We get back in our own vehicles. We go home. We didn't touch anything. We didn't go to any stores. We didn't. Uh, get in the same vehicles. We didn't go to Earl's and mess with his his surroundings up there. I think that would be doable and that would be something enjoyable that we could do together. So we'll see if he answers me if we do, if we do that tomorrow or not. Uh, but I'd like to get out there and get a little more sun. I'm getting some color on my skin finally. I haven't been outside much. And uh, yeah. So that's what's going on, man. Um, uh, sorry, my nose is kind of running a little bit. My pink hanky. Sometimes I got my orange hanky today. I got my pink hanky. What else is going on? I guess, you know, everybody's out there fighting for these ventilators. That's been the big talk over the past couple days. And a lot of bickering going back and forth like fucking children. Um, the governors out there in these states are, are screaming and crying for ventilators and masks and saying that, you know, the federal government help us out. The federal government, i.e. the president, is saying that, um, you know, get your own shit, basically. <laughs> All you states out there, you're on your own. Get your own stuff. We're, we're, not, we're not your babysitter. And if you want stuff from me, you better be nice to me. What kind of fucking dickhead is this, man, that says that's a goddamn... He's a dictator. He says, if you're nice to me, I'll give you what you need and, and help save your people. If you're not, screw your fucking people is basically what he said in a nutshell. And if you disagree with me, please comment. Um, let me know and let's have a discussion about it because if you disagree with me, something is wrong with you. But he's out there dictating who gets what and when they get it and how they get it and... Um, he's supposed to be doing that, but in a non-biased kind of way. I mean, every state should have the same treatment. I don't care how the governors are treating you or how much you like the governor or how much you like the mayor or how much, how much you like the state in general or what disagreements y'all have had in the past. God damn it, if fucking Governor Cuomo needs masks and ventilators and he's saying he needs 30,000 of them, then give him 30,000 fucking goddamn ventilators and masks and don't be a dickhead about it. They are, have the highest um, recorded count in the entire United States, almost more than all of the other states combined, if you look it up. 
Uh, definitely more than the other two biggest states, which is Washington and California. They have more cases than those put together, and they have a less population. So, God, this guy is such a fucking dickhead, man. It's all about him. It's all about the money. It's all about his pocketbook. It's all about his friend's pocketbooks. It's all about the economy the economy and the market. He doesn't give a shit about anything else. And it just really pisses me off. It really pisses me off. But, what was I getting to? Oh, so I saw a thing today that he finally... Did I say that already at the beginning of the thing? He finally opened up the Defense um, Production Act, or whatever this fucking thing is, where... Uh, basically states, look, everybody shut down whatever you're fucking making, and you're going to make shit like we did in World War II. You're going to make tanks. You're going to make goddamn rockets and uh, just all kind of other stuff. Oh, hold on just a second. Who's this? Hello? What's up, crusty fuck? What the fuck is going on there, Slayton Jay? How's it going, man? It's going all right, man. Sitting here doing a... Little podcast of my own, trying to just pass the time, man. And you know, I normally do this thing once a week, or maybe a couple times a week if I'm feeling feeling excited. But I figure, what the fuck else I got to do right now? So there you go. What what have you discussed so far? Where are we at? Oh man, we're so far in. I don't even know. Let me see what how how much time's gone by. I'm already 41 minutes into this thing. Damn son. So I've talked about the. uh, the bug bites I've got on me right now so far, I've talked about <laughs> some yard <laughs> some yard work. I've talked about uh, the Like I Said podcast. I've talked about um, Bait Cat Studios. What else have I talked about? Are they good things or bad things? Are you talking shit? No, they're good things. I mean, you know, maybe a little little nudge here and there, but you know. It's all it's all no, it's all it's all in good fun. Well you gave a couple nudges once and uh, no nudges were given back. It was kind of a uh, a little white flag, just nothing. Yeah, I mean, you know that magazine, Mad Magazine, right? With the spy versus spy thing or whatever. You ever seen that before? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I kind of wanted like a little spy versus spy thing to go on, but I got nothing from the other side, man, so I don't know. I can't fight with maybe myself. You, maybe you just have to ramp it up. You got to get personal. <laughs> I don't want to get personal, man. I just want some, some, some fun to be had, you know? Well, maybe that's the issue, though. People realize that, you know, it's just fun for you, but they're like, damn, if this show's personal, I'd probably tune in, see what's going on. Yeah, that's true. Like I said originally, I was trying to get, like, uh, an Imus and Howard Stern type vibe going on, you know, but... Do you know you, you just said, like I said, are you are you trying to name drop again? Oh, did I? No, that was, uh, <laughs> that was not intentional. <laughs> you just got Caleb on the brain, damn, you... Oh, man. Yeah, and then that motherfucker, man, you know, he said it was going to be released at 5 o'clock, and 5.18, it finally rolls out. It was late. It shows what he thinks about his listeners. You know, right? I mean, yeah, he's running a business and (laughs) whatever. But, but yeah, you asked me if I listened to the whole thing. Of course I did, man. I mean, good thing it was short. You know, it was only like 30-something minutes or something. But, but yeah, I listened to the whole thing, man. It was pretty good. You know, a little... A little dry, a little boring, some dead air here and there, but, you know, what can you do? Yeah. I mean, you guys obviously don't like each other too much because there wasn't a whole lot of conversation going on, but. Damn, that's how you feel? Nah, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) 
But it was good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the uh, the nature aspect of it with you, you know, wading through the water and, like Caleb said, some birds chirping and shit here and there. So. Well, you got the grasshoppers or something going now. I don't know. Yeah, what, what the, the, fuck, f- that is. the fuck is that? They're loud and annoying. Yeah. But no, I talked a little bit right before you called or when you were calling. I was actually in the middle of talking shit about Donald Trump and his assholeness that he's doing. But you know, he finally, um, finally told all these factories to start making shit with that Defense um, Production Act or whatever the fucking bullshit he's been saying for the past two days. He wasn't gonna, he wasn't gonna sign, and then all of a sudden he did it today. So I think he finally got smarter. Had somebody smarter than him tell him, look, man, these people are dying out here. You need to make some fucking ventilators and masks. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. So. You know what nobody's talking about, though? What's that, buddy? What about the damn herpes virus? The herpes virus? Yeah. No one gives a fuck about the herpes virus. Has that made a resurgence, or is it still just kind of the same same thing? No, I mean, why aren't we talking about it? We're right. talking about coronavirus. <laughs> Let's get to the uh, the real shit. Well, that's the first time I've heard that one because I do hear a lot of people talking about. Well, what about uh, car accidents and what about alcohol-related deaths and what about suicides? And I'm like, come on, guys. But herpes, yeah. I mean, especially if there's a new strain of herpes, maybe herpes D. How many herpes? Well, are no. There? All I'm saying is that let's just while we're spending this time figuring out how to solve this virus, let's give the herpes virus a little love. <laughs> Can we get rid of that? Well, you know, I mean, now that all these trifling fucking people aren't out there cheating on their husbands and wives because they got to stay in the house, maybe the herpes virus is going to take a little backseat. I don't know, man. The herpes virus is riding shotgun for life, but That's true, man. It's like luggage. You keep it forever. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. What What the hell are you up to now, man? It's dark outside now, I guess, so. I'm just walking around the yard. I've done nonstop yard work for like two weeks and getting paid for it. Who the fuck gets paid to do their own yard work? Isn't that amazing? That is nice, man. Yeah, I heard you talking about that, that uh, you got a pretty sweet deal going on as far as still being paid. So that's cool. I definitely do. I'm grateful. Hopefully it doesn't run out. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem with the uh, situation I got going on right now is... uh, I don't get paid shit. Well, I mean, I get paid from the government, obviously, but that's only a once-a-month check, so I'm waiting on yeah. next week for that fucking first-of-the-month check. But, but yeah, I'm not a, I'm not officially employed anywhere, so I can't get unemployment. I can't get a fucking check. None of that bullshit. Okay. So what are you going to do? You got, well, you got the, the stimulus check coming. Well, like I said, I get paid on the first with my retirement check and disability check and those things. So I got money that'll come in. It just ain't right now. Ain't day to day. Which I could be. I could. That's another thing I talked about actually earlier before you called is um, I could be out there making money every day at Homegrown if I wanted to. I mean, Caleb uh, and Amber left it up to me to open the place up if I wanted to and work. But I just felt it. Yeah, I felt it was irresponsible to do that. So. I'm not doing it. I mean, I, I don't think I, I don't think beer is essential, and I don't think donuts are essential, really. Yeah, I agree. I think there is some sort of new hustle to be had. It just hasn't been thought of yet. What do you mean? I don't know, man. Like the times are changing. 
who knows? This could be the new norm. Like, there's got to be some sort of hustle, some sort of business scam, if you will. Somebody's going to think of something, and the first one that does is going to is going to make the bucks. You mean as far as just a new normal type thing? Yeah, like this could potentially be some sort of of new norm type thing. I don't think to the extent of which it is now, but I think that this lifestyle, you know, who's to say we get through this, let's, let's say two to three months and life goes back <laughs> to normal. And then next winter, oh shit, there's a new fucking super disease again. Right. And we do it again. You know what I mean? Like, or even if this one never really fixes itself up, maybe people like staying at home more. But I think there's, with all things in life, there's some way to profit off this shit. And there's some sort of new hustle that I haven't thought of yet that the person who does is going to make some real fucking money. Yeah. Well, that's obviously a good point. I mean, and keep me in, in mind if you, if you think of something, all right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but I agree with you. I think a lot of people are going to go back to work. I mean, even if you're at Coastal Coffee Roasters or if you're at a big business here in town, a contracting company, whatever. I think once people get back into the workplace, um, I think a good majority of them, if not all of them, are going to sit down and have some meetings and say, look, what just happened over the past two weeks or a month or the past year, if this thing this thing goes for maybe a year or longer, but they're going to sit down and, and come up with ideas, just like you said, to figure out once shit hits the fan again, because it will. I mean, let's look at history at all the different uh, fucking viruses that have come up. And uh, people are going to come up with new ideas and figure out how to work from home better and how to get groceries better and how to get uh, the essentials and all that bullshit. But, so who knows? I mean, we're already better than we were the last time this happened, right? We've got Uber Eats and Grubhub and all these different things and the ability to work from home and better internet connections and better... Uh, conferencing tools like Zoom and all this new stuff that's out there. So it's already happening. Hello? I just think I, I just think there's there's something beyond what anyone is thinking. You know, like the before the internet was made, no one could fathom the internet. Yeah. I think it's like it's that type of thinking. Right. Well that's what I'm saying is is that's what happened over the last couple instances is people came up with Uber and, you know, Grubhub and uh, For sure. the Zoom app and all this stuff. So there's going to be a, no, a new wave of that, just like you're saying. But we need to we need to figure something out. You and I, I and whoever agree. else. But what the fuck is that, man? There ain't no birds still out this time of day. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. <laughs> Let me walk to the other side of the bridge. Get away from it. I mean, I guess it could be bats. Do bat, bats make that kind of noise? I don't know. I think about maybe catching a bat and eating it. Yeah. And uh, seeing what kind of disease I could start. Right. You might, yeah, you'll come up with something else. COVID-20, I guess. You could call it the Tennessee flu. I'm sure that's already that's already a name. That's probably on Urban Dictionary already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look it up right now, as a matter of fact. <laughs> So, here's an idea. Alright, go with it. Uh, kind of like Uber, but for uh, hand jobs. Okay, I'm listening. Like, uh, you know, all these people that are quarantined at home, well, most of them probably aren't getting any pussy. And after a while, they're going to be tired of beating their own meat. 
So, I mean, as soon Tell as prostitution is, is legalized, which, you know, just sneak it in on a stimulus bill, they do the fucking Uber handjobs. All right, I'm with you. I'm tracking. You got to have a lot of gloves. You got to carry a lot of gloves with you. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll wear gloves, whatever, but you ride around, you know, you uh, you want to be backed up, you need a pimp. Well, you don't need a pimp because you've got the app backing you up. Right. The app knows where you are. You know, if you don't check in after a certain amount of time, the police are called to dispatch, check in on you. You know, your five-star review, four-star review, this woman spit on it. That was extra good, <laughs> four and a half stars. This woman rubbed me raw. And, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. Could be the next wave. I'm with you. How's an app going to smack a hoe, though? That's that's what you got to figure out. <laughs> what about smacking a hoe? <laughs> How's the app going to smack a hoe? That's what we got to figure out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, man. What's Lily doing, man? She's inside? She, she doesn't hang out with you? Yeah, she was about to go take a shower. You know, we went for another round of deck stain today. Dude, fuck staining a deck. That shit, it sucks. And it doesn't look good. <laughs> We're not done. Yeah. I saw a couple of pictures, but I didn't see actually any movement. Of, so how are you doing? You got like a sprayer? Or are you fucking hand, hand doing it? What? Fuck no. We got a roller and a brush. Yeah. And it's a big deck. It's a 12 by 16. That's a lot of fucking deck. It is. It's a lot of deck. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be way better with a fucking sprayer, though. Why don't you just invest in a sprayer, dude? I don't know. They're like 100 bucks. Yeah, but I mean, think of how much you'll use it for it, for all kind of stuff, man. But then there's also, like, what else am I doing with my time, you know? Yeah, that's true. And you get a little workout, I guess, hand rolling and brushing and all that, so. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. So, from what I heard, you're you're off the river right now. There's no zip lining, no river, nothing. No, nothing. I'm actually getting paid from the the ski the ski resort because I was doing maintenance like in between uh, ski season and when rafting gets going. Right. And so I'm still on their payroll, but I'll start the river once this all finishes up. Damn, so you're like a you're like a jack of all trades, man. You're just doing it all. Trying to. Next thing you know, got a pretty sweet garden going on. I've been like gardening nonstop. Got a bunch of veggies in the ground. Got an apple tree. Trying to get it right. Next thing you know, man, you'll be off the grid. I'd like to. Me too, man. That's what I'm. That's why I'm trying to get into an RV and sell my house and just get on the road, man. Get some solar panels, and I'm I'm going off the grid eventually. Dude, I hope you do that shit. I listened to that one episode. You're talking about it. I hope that you. I hope you really do. Do I'm doing it? I just I just mentioned it earlier on this podcast, and I talked to my son about it earlier. We uh, Facetimed uh, my younger son Alec, and I'm doing it. I had a timeline of 60 days, but of course that's got fucked up now because you know yeah, I, kinda, I, I can't go out and look at stuff. I can't. Uh, I don't have any money. I'm not making any money to put down. You know the down payment I wanted to make on the thing, so I'm kind of in a holding pattern. But. Do you have some equity in your house? Oh, yeah. I'll get plenty of money out of my house. So, you know, my son, my older son told me, why don't you just sell your house and then get the RV? And I'm like, well, I don't really want to put the cart before the horse, you know what I'm saying? So. All I'm hearing is I'm a big pussy-ass bitch, dude. Put your house on the market tonight. 
I know a guy in Charleston. He'll sell your shit real quick. Oh, I've got I've got a handful of people that are, that are biting, you know, their fucking gums waiting on me. What is that even an expression? Biting their gums? Probably, dude. You need to sell that shit before uh, people lose more of their retirements and four hundred one k's, and the stock market crashes even more. Now's the time to get your damn money out, dude. I know it is, but it's um. Put shit up. Call the realtor right now. We got three way. <laughs> I should. Yeah, don't be a bitch, dude. Do it, dude. I'm gonna get there, man. Just you relax. <laughs> here's here's one thing: is part of this um, coronavirus thing is. You know, you can't evict anybody. You can't kick people out of apartments and houses and all this kind of stuff. So I've really? got a, I've got a roommate. I can't I can't put my roommate out on the street. Yeah, be, be against the law right now. I think I'm pretty sure. So what are you thinking in terms of RV? Are you going to go like traditional RV? Are you going to do like school bus or Dude, pull listen, behind trailer? Listen to the the front of this podcast. I discuss it all, but um, I'm leaning toward a travel trailer. Something you can pull behind. Yeah, some uh, towable pull behind. Yeah, I think that's smart because then you can, when you park somewhere, you've got a vehicle to get around and yeah, explore. Yeah, exactly. You can disconnect and you don't have to worry about it. You know, if you if you buy just a regular RV, you want, if your RV breaks down, breaks down, your house is fucking grounded. I mean, you're done. So, with the towable, at least I I, I just got a truck. I can go around. Something goes wrong in the. In the trailer, I can still detach and go do something, but something goes wrong with an RV, I'm I'm stuck. I got to have somebody come yeah, get me. Yeah. That's that's definitely the move, man. Definitely go smaller. Whatever you think you need in terms of space, go smaller. Well, see, and, and that's what I think. But I've heard just the opposite. You know, like buy more truck than you think you need, and buy more you know RV than you think you need, but. I'm thinking just the opposite, man. I want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna dip my toe in small. Yeah. Make sure I like it first, and yeah. I'm not gonna give it up in two months. And then down the road, I can get something bigger and better if I need to. But shit, sure, dude, I got a pretty nice spot. When you get it figured out, you can come park it out here for as long as you want. Yeah, that's what I heard you tell Caleb, man. You could hook me up with power and all that kind of bullshit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well. I've said it on this podcast and the previous one, or a couple previous ones, that, uh, and I told Alec today too that my first stop would be coming up through Tennessee probably when I leave here. So, shit, if you really had some balls on you, you would get your CPR and first aid, which you may or may not already have, and okay. then come on up this, come on up this summer and fucking guide Whitewater with me, make a pretty good amount of money doing something real fun. Yeah, it's a thought. That was the most no yes I've ever heard in my entire life. No, I mean I'm serious. It's a thought, but I don't know if it would be this summer because you know my plan was. Oh to yeah, be- I forgot your big pussy ass bitch, and you're not actually going to sell your house and do it. No, because my plan is to go out and be with my fucking kids for a little bit, man. Come on. Yep, yep. Go out west for a little bit and then come back. So, I've been okay. been been back on the East Coast for uh, six years now, man. I'm I'm, I'm itching to. To move around. <clears throat> I grew up in the military, man. Moving around, I'm I'm not used to being stuck somewhere. Yeah, I can see that. But, and again, I'm just ready to be off the grid, man. I'm I'm tired of giving the man my money. But what what are you giving your money to the man? Like you've got a house, I guess, like power bill, water bill, yeah. that type of thing. Or what what type of man are we talking about? 
Well, you got power, you got water, you got uh, property taxes, you got your mortgage, you got uh, you got internet in the house, um, you got uh, gas. I mean, there's all kind of shit that you got. I'm giving it all to the man every month. Oh uh, yeah, I guess you got a point there. All to the man, trash pickup. I mean, just you, you name it. I mean, it's you know just. Mortgage and utilities, I mean, you're talking thousands of dollars a month that I'm throwing away. Damn. For a house that I use like two rooms in, you know. That's crazy because I got a really low mortgage. And like when all the bills are said and done, insurance, all that, we're under a grand for everything. Like electric, water, everything. Yeah, but you're out in the country though, right? I mean, you're out there where the square footage price is like 70 bucks a square foot or some shit out there. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fucking cheap. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm in the I'm in the city, man. So it's just more expensive. I mean, my, my mortgage is thirteen hundred bucks just by itself. God. But how big is uh, how big is your house? Eighteen hundred square feet. Yeah, see, mine's a lot more than that. So paying more for, per square footage, obviously, but and yeah. just just being in the town makes a big difference. So you fucked any good girls lately? What's what's new with that? Man, don't be recycling jokes. <laughs> no, I mean, that's just the question of the day. You know, uh, Caleb, uh, who knows if he was telling the truth. Uh, what do you think? Are you telling the truth? <clears throat> I have no idea, man. I don't keep up with Caleb's sex life. <clears throat> no, I'm asking, what's up with you? Um, well, it's a little, it's a little dry right now. <laughs> that's why that's why I posted on Facebook the other day how many times can you masturbate in one day well see that's what I'm thinking you're a little bit dry you masturbated a whole bunch in one day what would be real nice right about now um a cookie no to get on your damn phone your uber hj you call it up you pick the girl pick a chinese or something she comes over she jacks your dick. You give her a five-star rating. <laughs> you're out. You're out. What do you got? 35 bucks plus tip. 50 bucks if she was pretty good. Well, see, that's that's a that's a conundrum right now because I don't have any money, so. Yeah, but you know pretty pretty damn well you come up with 50 bucks if you knew some girl was going to give you a pretty good little handy right now. Yeah, I'd probably put something on Marketplace or something, get rid of it. That's what I'm saying. There's plenty of things I can get rid of. So, but anyway, to answer your question, no, not lately, really. Um, my last girlfriend and I broke up uh, a few weeks ago, so yeah. Oh, did you really? Yeah, you know. Shit happens. You want to you share every reason of why it happened? <laughs> no, I don't, really. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, what can you do, bro? What can you do? How's marriage going, by the way? Dude, marriage is pretty good. It's about the same as being unmarried, except you're married. Right. Except you better mind your P's and Q's or you get half your shit taken away from you. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, that's a, it's quite a bit that's different. A good way to think about it. Yeah, it's quite a bit different, actually. Except lucky for me, she's got more shit than I do. So. Well, there you go. Mind my shit or get half more shit. You sign a prenup? No. Oh, all right. Well, all right then. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
What's what's the what's the rate now for divorces? Anyway, is it more than fifty percent? I don't fucking know. I mean, who can believe the the fake news nowadays? Anyway? <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm sure the number is way more than it actually is, really, because people aren't reporting properly. Yeah, Trump doesn't want you to know the divorce rate. That's right. He wants to think everybody is happy Americans. Marriages under Trump have been the best they have ever been. Oh, there's been more successful marriages than there's ever been in the history of the United States. I agree. Yeah, under the Trump what administration. Think, what do you think about all this 5G bullshit? Have you looked into it? Um, I, didn't, I haven't really looked into it, but I've you know I heard a lot of uh, Joe Rogan podcasts and some different conspiracy people talking about it, and I don't know much about it really. I know we've got it a few places here in town finally, but what do you know about it? All I know is that a long time ago, this dude was like, smart dude, but weird dude. Like one of those quiet guys that plays on the computer all day by himself kind of thing. And he was like, man, you got to watch out for this 5G coming up in a couple of years. Like, it's going to kill everybody and give everybody cancer. And uh, then you hear about this coronavirus. And then you hear about all these new 5G towers being installed during the coronavirus. And they're uh, saying that they uh, they timed the coronavirus with this to promote 5G because now people are telecommuting more Ooh. and relying on the internet connections to work from home and increase bandwidth and speed and all kind of shit like that. And who knows, man? Could be one of those crazy conspiracy things, but <clears throat> Dude, some percentage of crazy conspiracies end up being true, you know? Yeah, I mean, I've, I haven't really thought about that, really, but now that you bring it up, I'm going to start digging into that and look it up a little bit more. Because <laughs> it really it a, it makes a lot of sense. It does. I saw it on a bumper sticker, so it's got to be true. You saw what on a bumper sticker? Coronavirus caused 5G? It said Google coronavirus slash 5G. Really? That was the bumper sticker. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to look into it. There's a guy that's on Joe Rogan all the time. Matter of fact, he was just on another guy's uh, podcast called The King and the Sting with Theo Vaughn and Brandon Schraub. A guy named Eddie Bravo. You ever heard of him? Yeah, I listen to the Joe Rogans. Yeah, Eddie Bravo, man, huge fucking conspiracy theorist. He's crazy, dude. He was talking on on this podcast I'm talking about the other day. He was talking about the moon, the moon being fake because there's no way the moon can be that big and and stay in our orbit and perfectly circum circumnavigate the Earth. He said the moon is fake, dude. Shit, dude's out of control, man. There's a lot of nuts out there like that. And, I mean, if you go down YouTube rabbit holes, you can get yourself believing some real wild stuff. And then you, like, come back and you realize, damn, I'm a fucking nut. Yeah. But they can make it believable. Oh, like, for sure. I got this girl that I'm friends with. Um, I don't even know how we became friends on Facebook, but she lives over in San Diego. And... She does. She's a she's a non-vaxer. She doesn't believe in, in vaccines. <laughs> um, she doesn't believe in the coronavirus. She thinks it's a hoax. That it's uh it's not real. And she does not believe in what else? Uh, she's a flat earther. 
But I saw her post the other day something about uh, God and Jesus and whatever, so she believes in religion. <laughs> how does how does that make any sense at all? That just it blows my mind that she believes in God and not all this other stuff. That's pretty wacky. Yeah, yeah, she's a little out there, man. And she posts, you know, she posts a lot of videos about this coronavirus thing, and you watch them, and you're like, "Holy shit, that actually makes a little bit of sense." <laughs> who's who's telling the fucking truth here? What's going on? Well, back to this 5G thing, I don't understand how one more G is going to fucking hurt anybody, but I don't even know what a G is, really. Yeah, I don't know what a G is other than just a name, but this guy was telling me it's just like the, the frequencies get more intense. I don't know what the right word is. I was going to say higher frequencies, but I don't think that's right. Like more intense frequencies to have a stronger signal, and it's slowing down or interrupting like you know how you have electromagnetic senses that like make your heart beat and things like that right you got brain synapses and all this kind of stuff electrical yeah, system ev- evidently they're doing some stuff with these 5g towers like the certain frequencies are messing with the impulses and all kind of weird stuff like that hmm. yes yeah, I've, I've read all that stuff or heard about it or listened to it but I haven't dived into it yet, or dove into it. I don't know what you say, dived or dove? Uh, I haven't dove into that yet. I guess so, right? You'd... Yeah. I don't know if that's right, Slayton. Is that right? I haven't dove into it yet. Yeah, that's right. All right, well, I'll take your word for it. I'll take your word for it. Well, brother, I'm going to get out of here, man. I appreciate you calling, though, but I'm, I'm like an hour and ten minutes in, and uh, I just drank the last sip of my beer, so i got to go refresh my beer. But cool. I'm going to wrap this thing up and try and get it out a little bit later on tonight. So. All right, man. Well, I will talk to you later. Call the uh, realtor. Sell that house, you big puss. Dude, I'm on it, man. Just fucking calm down over there. <laughs> All right, well, that fucker just, just all of a sudden just disappeared, man. Didn't even respond to my calm down over there. So that was uh, Slayton Johnson. If you um, if you don't know Slayton, he uh, was a, a fixture around town here for a little while. Worked at uh, Homegrown Brew House. I'm not sure where all he worked, but I know he was a bartender for a little while. I think that might have been maybe one of the first places I met him was at Homegrown Brew House, and yeah, so he used to live with Caleb and uh, Richard Mallett, but he's been on the show, I'm going to look it up for you, see if I can find it here, go ahead and give you a little, give a little plug for this episode we did, it's way back in the day, Caleb and I actually went up to Gatlinburg, Tennessee and did it with him, didn't do it with him, we did a podcast with him. But according to something on the, like I said, podcast that they did earlier today, they mentioned something about some kind of gay, something about gay something, and then about a video that happened. So I don't know what's going on. I don't swing that way. Nothing wrong with it. But uh, I don't know what's going on with that. So let's see. It was called, I think it was called the bagel smelling episode, maybe. Let's find out. Jesus Christ, it's way back in the back. 
called fuck sorry for all the dead air we got going on here the pause for the cause here we go we got to be getting close now solo episode yep we're almost there paradigm the bagel smelling episode i was correct Episode 17017. Mr. Slayton Johnson, go out there and have a listen. I'll uh, mention it again. Fuck. You won't even, you'll, you'll, I don't even know why I'm saying it. Go out there and listen to it. 017. And then, you know, go out and listen to, I think it was episode 13 of, uh, like I said, and listen to Slayton and Caleb talk on the phone for uh, 30 or so minutes. Let's find out how long it was. And here we go. 38 minutes, actually. <laughs> all right, guys. I've said too much. We've, we've said it all, as Howard Stern would say. So I'm signing off. Peace out. Rock on. Stay indoors. We're going to get through this. And I will talk to you guys soon.